You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, I got the thumbs up for Eddie. That means we's a go. Three, two, one. What's up, Al? We do a podcast. How are we doing? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I have a couple random things for you today. Uh, one, I drove by, and I'm seeing these more and more. I guess they're they're only way I can describe it is it's a dental office, but it looks like a chain. It gives massages. No, no, they don't give massages. <laughs> but it's like a you know how like Applebee's is a chain restaurant. Okay, what's I, the name of it? I don't know. There, there's a couple of them. All Smiles Dental. Yeah, like something weird, <laughs> something like that. I'm not okay. saying it's All Smiles because I do think that is an actual name I of a place. I would think so. But a place like that. Pearly like, White's Dental. Yeah, where it's like not an actual dentist's office. It's a chain place that employs dentists. I oh, don't think I would trust that. Where they own their own business inside the facility. Or they're just an employee of the of the the place. Dental chains. That's going to come up as if you want to put chains on your teeth. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to think like. I feel like for a dentist to be legit, their name has to be the main thing on the marquee. That's not my and place. not the name of their place. That is not my place. What is your place? Uh, it's called. I don't want to say. They that. have a name of a place. Yeah, though. Yeah. it's phenomenal. The girl, like my dentist, she's great. Yeah, I guess, Well, my brother-in-law, you know, his place has a name that's not his name, but the, the doctors are go under it. Okay. I don't know. I just I, when I was driving by them, I was like, they look cheesy to you. They look sad. Sad? Yeah, like Is there the, no one there? That would be sad. No, they're just like in sad buildings. Oh, well, that's different. I don't like a business in a sad building. Like, I will never go to a doctor's office. I don't care how good the doctor is. If when I pull, like, if they're like, oh, this guy's the best. And I pull up and the office looks sad from the outside, I'm not going in there. Okay. It's like, uh, I need. You want new. But I'm also could be easily fooled. By a terrible doctor in a nice-looking building. Right. So I'd be suckered right in. So if I gave you a great doctor in a dump of a building, yeah. you'd rather go to the new place and get uh, basically cut up the probably. wrong way. Lose probably your left would. foot when you go in to get your you know, your, your uh, finger stitched up. Yeah, like when I was looking for a person to do my colonoscopy, first I looked, okay, who's in my network? Then I looked at, believe it or not. With your insurance, you had three guys. Yeah, I was, I, I was at my option, three guys. <laughs> And then somebody who they said, quote, kind of knows what he's doing. Oh no, my gosh. that's a joke. <laughs> so I, I went based on Google reviews, believe it or not. But when you? I got but when I got there, Jerry, and I saw it was a nice building, I was like, all right, this person knows what they're doing. There you go. But appearance is a lot. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. But appearance is a lot. But I fell right for it. 
Uh, that does not surprise me. Yeah. That doesn't shock me oh, at all. A lot of people sucker, do that. Gary. You know, a lot of times they will say those those first uh, first impressions mean everything. That's no different. And I feel like now, like, in, in we talk about everybody has a podcast and things like that. Yeah. There should be dentists that have podcasts. A dental podcast. Terrible teeth that they work on. Yeah. I'm sure there are dental podcasts. I am sure there are dental podcasts. But it's like nowadays you could have a podcast. You could have a kick-ass logo. A cool looking, and you look just as legitimate as an ESPN or Absolutely. WFAN podcast. And then, and then here's what you hate, and then this is what you'll hear. Hello, hello. On episode four thousand four hundred and seventeen of my podcast. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Wake up. Boring. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's? I ordered. I I, I purchased Jerry yesterday. I went to the supermarket. I do my food shopping on Sundays. Mm. And it was a buy one, get one free giant bag of sweet potatoes. Okay. Now, that, I only need one bag of sweet potatoes. Right. That means the second bag is going to go bad soon. I opened no, I'm up, just kidding. Well, mm, oh. one of the bags was filled with, looked like old man testicles. <laughs> the sweet potatoes, they were wrinkly, old, and veiny. That's why they're, but that's why they're for sale. They got to get rid of them. Can I return sweet potatoes? Um, I think here's what I would tell you. Yeah. If you went up to the customer service Mm -hmm. desk and you said, I come here every Sunday morning, great store. I said, but this buy one, get one. I opened up this bag and they look like testicles. I'm not eating these. Yeah. Can I please return them? I think you would get a laugh and I think you would get your money back Hmm. or a credit. Yeah. I also, but what's funny is I didn't need Two giant bags of sweet well, potatoes. You know what we know what they'll do, though? They'll exchange it for you at the very least. Right. I know you don't need it. Can you freeze sweet potatoes? Like, can you freeze a bag like that? I don't know. I know you can You can put sweet potatoes in the fridge because I've done that before. Okay. But, yeah. I would go back. I think at the very least they will give you a new bag. Because there was, and I hate to do uh, a go all CeeLo on you and give you a Seinfeld example, but there was an episode of Seinfeld where... Kramer, there was a fruit stand in New York City. Now, this is not a big supermarket chain. This is a guy who had his own fruit mm-hmm. thing. And Kramer bought a mango that he oh, yeah. felt didn't taste proper. And he tried to return it. And the guy said, when you purchase fruits and vegetables, it's inherent that you're rolling the dice. Because mm-hmm. it's a fresh item. Not at the supermarket. Not at the supermarket, though. No, they can return that to the distributor yeah. or wherever it came from and get a credit back for it. And I didn't even think to try to look into the bag because it's Thanksgiving week. They have a ton of sweet potatoes yeah, sure. because this is when people make sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, these are going to be f- fresher than fresh because we're in Thanksgiving week. Yes, you were wrong. And said you got testicles. Yeah, old man, veiny, wrinkly testicles. By the way, how do you know what old man testicles look like? Uh, that's a good question. What X-rated videos are you watching? <laughs> Gilfs, <laughs> grandfathers, grandmothers, grandma. Oh, gilfs. Um, no, but that's a good question. I guess I. What am I? Ma- maybe I just seen my own balls. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what I'm going by. All right, I didn't need that. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. See you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Everybody. Mm, good morning, everybody. Oh, right. Yay, yay. Um, was out to uh, lunch. Saturday, 
and Gina noticed. This is something Gina picked up on. I did not pick up on this. Oh, have we moved on from the testicles? Yeah. Okay. Moving. I'm just trying. I'm moving along. Got it. We're, we're moving along. Didn't know if it was related. No, no, no. Not related. Okay. But Gina noticed in the establishment where we were at, multiple female waitresses had a little shave in their eyebrow, almost like they like had a, a cut. You know, in the middle of the eyebrow, and there was like, like a cut. Yeah. 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 And Gina was like, oh, that's interesting. Multiple girls have this cut in the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And so she Googled it to see what it was. And it came right up. And according to the internet. Which is always right. Yeah. This is something that came out of prisons. Oh, really? And it signifies now in the young people's culture. That the girl is a lesbian, and she is taken. So that's the ring yeah. equivalent for a married woman or man? Yeah. You cut your eyebrow. Yeah. And I mean, it's not a cut like it's bleeding. You just no, no. cut a little you piece shave, of hair. Uh, you shave. It's like a cut through the hair. Yeah, the it's eyebrow. a shave. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. That could have come out from there. Did you ask them? I didn't. And now my it's just like when a man used to wear an earring in his right ear. It was like, that guy's gay. Way back in the day. Way back yeah, in yeah. the day. So, But that's not the case now. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. So maybe this is not the case now, too. This could just be a fashion thing that came out of that Interesting. thing. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a, a woman with that. Yeah, I didn't know. Were they young? Yet. They were young, yeah. Were young. So if now any, I'm going to have to take note. Yeah, take note. Interesting. And oh, there were several. Several. Yeah. What's going on there when the doors closed? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Holy cow. Yeah. Did you ask him if they were interested in any old, wrinkly, old man testicles? (laughs) I noticed you have a slice in your eyebrow. So this Uh, is probably not going to be interesting to you, but I got old man balls. (laughs) You're such an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start taking notice of that. You ever think about how people view you now? Yeah, I do think of that. Uh, You know, because I don't think any of us feel like we're getting older, and yet... I don't know, just watching, you know, Joseph had basketball yesterday, 7th and 8th grade varsity. It, it, I know this sounds crazy, but it doesn't sound all that long ago that I was playing 7th oh, and 8th grade varsity. I agree. And I sit there and wonder, I'm like, these they look like like legit young children. I don't mean 13 and 14. They look like they're 9 to me. And they're 13 and 14. I'm like, what are they looking at me like? Look at this old guy. Yeah. <laughs> when I don't feel it. But we are. We are. Getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think about that. Man. What am I viewed as? Not like, great. like here's what I want to know. If I, let's say, I left a pair of sunglasses in the store. Yeah. And I left. Okay. And somebody saw me, let's say a, a, a teenager saw that I dropped them. Mm-hmm. But I left and they looked for me, couldn't find me. They went back to the store and said, hey. And they'd say, what was the guy look like? What would they say? old bald guy <laughs> that's what i want to know <laughs> you should you should plant the pair of sunglasses in front of someone and walk away <laughs> or like if i like committed a crime oh god and the police went for witnesses and there were witnesses what how would they just like what would my police sketch look like based on somebody describing ball thin <laughs> glasses old <laughs> right what would they i'd love a police sketch of myself yeah like look in the mirror, I guess. They do them pretty good now these days. I, that's the problem. They do them really good. That's amazing when they do I them. I 
Couldn't agree more. That's some talent. Yeah, when they like get the eyes, the me- like every the jaw especially line. when and then when you see them and they're so close. Yes, you know, I know sometimes they're not, but sometimes they're spot on. Well, they say a lot of times that it's hard to rely on eyewitness accounts. Yeah, I believe so. It's that. not even the artist that's getting it wrong; it's the eyewitness recalling. Yeah, I totally believe that. I don't remember much of anything. Yeah, let alone if you need details for me. Uh, okay, but when they nail it from an eyewitness account. And the sketch drawing looks yeah. great. That's pretty incredible. Yep, I agree. Uh, I want to have a uh, documentary recommendation for you, Jerry. The Barry Sanders one that's coming out this uh, tomorrow. As a matter, is of that fact. tomorrow? Yeah, on Amazon Prime. I will watch that. Yep. Uh, the Sylvester Stallone documentary on Netflix. And I started watching it. Really? Didn't like it. Really? No, I fell asleep. Actually, I was bored. Wow. It was not what I thought it was going to be. It's really a man reflecting on life. Yeah, but it was. They, it was like one movie at a time. It just it was too slow to get going. I would all agree with that because there was a point where I was like, "Oh my god, they're still on Rocky." Yeah, yeah. And I know that was his first film, mm-hmm. but they did for whatever reason start moving it along. Mm-hmm. But I could see where you were turned off by. I would say it. thirty minutes. I gave it, and I started to fall asleep. And I turned. I was like, "I I love this guy. I am not interested anymore." But all right, you tell me you know give it another try. I shut it off at 38 minutes in. Okay. And went to sleep Friday night because I was getting tired. I was like, oh, what was. But I put it back on in the morning and I did like it. Okay. He had one interesting mess. It's I like anything where an older guy is looking back on life. Sure. And he made an interesting point about he seems like a lonely man. Uh, yes, that's what the trailer looked like to me. Yeah. That's why I was so interested in why. Although he's got that reality show with his children. Where it's with his girls, where it seems like he's, you know, very much vested in their lives now. Oh, man. He's got some smoking hot. They are attractive. Um, yes. Daughters. Yes, they are beautiful. All three of them, right? I think it yes. is. Yeah, no, they're gorgeous. I know. All three of them. Yep. But he said that life, Jerry, your first 40 years of life, when you before when you 40 and under, life is all about addition. Things are adding to your life. Yeah. And that. After 40. Yeah, I'm going through this now. I know. It's subtraction. Yep, yep. Your children move out of the house. Yep. You lose more touch with friends. Yep. People die that you even went to school with and things like that. That was really interesting. Grandparents, parents, relatives. It's a very, I said this just the other day, just because a friend of mine's father is sick and, you know, I've dealt with some stuff with my dad too and um, Kim's father passed away three years ago and it is a really hard stage of life it's a very depressing stage of life there's a lot of great i mean there's a lot of really good stuff i think you're probably at our age we're at a good point in our careers um for me my kids are at a very good age you know things are great but that other stuff that subtraction there's a lot of it and it it does suck yeah yeah the, the the one one of the good things about being this age you mentioned there are something the career part right yeah like when i talk to People that are like yeah, sure. 19, 20, and they're trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. My son's going through it right now. He's oh, 19. Right. That is a tough time in life Yeah, to try to figure that out. So that's the one thing I could be like, oh, if you could go back and be 20 again, would you? That's a I tough would. one. Oh, I would. You would. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. I think I've learned a lot. I don't know that I would get into this business, even though it's been very good to me. But I would definitely go back if I could. Yeah. Probably. I was surprised, you know, talking to my son about it because he's 19, trying to figure things out. And I said, I'm like, you never really, 
had any interest in the broadcasting thing. Because there's nothing I ever pushed on him. I figured he saw what I did. And I loved his answer. He goes, he goes, no, I didn't want to copy anybody. He goes, I want to, I want, what did he say? He goes, I want to choose my own path. He goes, but the one thing I do want to do like you is I would like to feel like I'm never working like you do. He goes, that's one thing that's been very inspirational. Oh, that's nice. Watching the way you've gone through life, never really having a care in the world and enjoying work. I'm like, yeah, well, that's true. So I thought that was kind of cool that he yeah. wants his own thing. The problem is figuring out what that own what that own thing is. Yeah, and it's funny because I feel like when I was getting out of high school, it, it really wasn't expected that you would have that figured out to be like, I'm going to go to this college, I'm going to study this. It feels like nowadays, by the time a kid is a junior, they're like, what do you want to be? What are you going to do? What well, school are you? And it's like, holy cow, like, I, I do have no think idea. the money attached to it's a part of that. I'll give you me as an example. I flat out told them, I ain't spending, and not that I could, but um, I'm not going to deplete the 529 and then take a few student loans out and help you with that to pay $55,000 a year for you to go take general courses and, you know, play beer pong on Friday and Saturday nights. <laughs> Like, when you know what you want to do, then we're good. You know, once you figure it out and then you're going to go to a college that's concentrating on what you want to do, all the other stuff comes with it. I get it. But at least if you're going somewhere, like, let's say he wanted to get into broadcasting and he came to me and said, I want to go to Syracuse. I see that broadcasting. Um, their, their, their broadcasting major is unbelievable. Their program is incredible. How would I say no to that? Right. I wouldn't. But if you tell me I want to go to Syracuse, oh, okay, for what? Not sure yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, if you want to go take a student loan out, you're not getting a dime from me for that, you know. So that's, I think that might be where it might come from. I think, yeah. I and mean, I've started Joseph thirteen. I've started asking him any ideas, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to own a sports facility." I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, like what? He's like, "Well, you know, the indoor baseball," and he goes, "I love that." He goes, "I want to have my own place." I'm like, "Great." Hmm. You know what I'm thinking? No college. <laughs> <laughs> We go to Brookdale, we take our middle set, wherever we're living, you go to community college, take a couple of business classes, let's open up a place. I'm in. (laughs) I'll even help you with it. Right. It'll be perfect for you in retirement. Be great. Be great. Absolutely. So who knows? But I think that's part of it. Yeah, I could see that. I do remember thinking that when I was in high school, like, like I feel like, man, you spend so much time at work. It better be something that you want to do. Yeah. So that and was if, important to me as well. Would you not agree that 75% of the workforce is not happy with what it they're doing? It seems like that. Yeah. I think it's very – I think it's more common than not that people are annoyed with their with their work choices. Yeah. Most cases, it's probably circumstance, life-related issues that drive them to a certain job because of what the money is, um, family, you know, your bills. It's, there's a lot of different reasons why you take jobs you probably don't want. Do you remember when you figured it out that that's what you wanted to do? And what, oh, 100 yeah. And what the plan was to do that? Yes. You do? Oh, yeah. There was a specific you can recall like a... Oh, from the time I was a kid, I wanted to announce games. But then when did you know that that was a job? Okay, so two different things here. I always wanted to be a play-by-play announcer from the time I was... My mom, I think she lost them, but my mom had tapes of me doing Devil's Rangers games into a cassette machine. When I was nine, always wanted to do it. And I did baseball games into a cassette tape, Met games. Um, always wanted to do play-by-play. When Christmas, nineteen eighty, it was Christmas Eve, 1987 or 88. I don't remember which exact year it was. 
um, after the station had launched. So it might have been a full year. I wasn't even aware that the station was here. But I remember my uncle telling me, you know, you don't just have to do play-by-play. Would you be interested in sports radio because there's this cool new station on? And I was like, what? And from the moment I heard the station, to me it was one or the other. Awesome. And then I remember looking into it. I remember finding Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I thought that was going to be my path. To a certain extent it was. But it was really the college program um, that had the connection here that got me involved here the internship yeah oh absolutely so that and and my it's funny jersey city state college now new jersey city university got me the internship which turned into my job here that i've been for 20 little years and also got me into play by play because the great athletic uh, sid there ira thor i asked him if i could do basketball games for no pay i said but i need to do them all can you help me up with the internet stream he set it all up and i did two full seasons for no pay and turn that into the Columbia job, into the Rutgers job, into the, doing Cowboy. I mean, it's been good. So, I, for, honestly, to be, like, when I was, like, nine years old, it's what I wanted to do. So it was always very easy for me. And I know my sister and my brother have struggled with me knowing, and they never did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's also, like, I'm sure there were a lot of kids at that age that wanted to be play-by-play yeah, guys. sure. But then to keep wanting to do it yeah. and then to know have a game plan as to how to do it that's that's what i think changes for people sometimes as they get older for sure they go, oh this doesn't feel realistic to me or i don't know what the next step like, how is. am i getting there yeah how am well I i'll give you there? an example and and part of that is because i don't have i've never had an agent i would love to do voiceover work whether it's cartoons reading books like audible um i don't know who to call right I have no idea what the path is to do that. I would love to do that in, I know I say spare time, but I do have spare time during the day. I would love to do that kind of work. Not a clue where to start. And for years, I've never started because I don't know where. So I could totally see, oh, I would like to do this for a living. How? Don't know. Okay, what's next? And you just kind of move on. Yeah. There was a, there's a voiceover um, agent named Mark Gus. Okay that uh, took a liking to the Al's Boring podcast years mm-hmm. ago. And he used to write to me, I was like, ah, you know, this this is good, but I don't know where you go from here. But he was a voiceover guy. And I remember I went to his website, and he had all his people. Jerry, this is hundreds. Yeah. So I'm like, how do you possibly stand out? I don't know. And how do you represent so many people? Right. And keep everybody, because if client A gets an interview that you set up for him, client D might be, um, hello, what about me? I would have liked that opera. I don't know how you keep everybody happy. And I've heard it's a lot of like running around the city for live in-person really auditions. Yeah, like that it's, that if you're not living in the city. It's impossible. You're not, it's like acting. Yeah, you're not getting it. Yeah, not easy. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to cross that off the list. But that's funny now, like I don't, I don't have that same uh game plan to tell someone who wants to get into broadcasting now because there is none like there, i there could have said none. to you go to college wherever and get an internship mm-hmm. at a place you want to work that was the step yeah right and now i don't there's there's not this there's not nearly the same number of internships i don't i don't know that i just know there aren't here yeah I no don't. i think i think that's across the board yeah because i've it's talked i've talked to my um nieces and nephews in college when they tried to get the internships all went to paid internships and because of that 
They cut them back. They cut a lot of them back. Yeah. They're not going to pay a ton of people. Pay a couple people. Correct. But it eliminates opportunities for people. Yeah, to like get whatever their happened to getting it. college credit for it? Like yeah. it was like taking a course. You know, I mean, if you wanted to go to Manhattan University, you had to pay the tuition and you had to pay the the um, the commuting expenses to get there. Well, that was supposed to be like you know, if you came here, this was a college course, right? You paid for the credits, Correct. to do the internship, right? Yeah. So. The idea was you were getting practical experience, something to put on your resume. Yeah, it cost you money in commuting, but guess what? You didn't have to accept it right. or try for it. Yes. Yet there are people that have done things like that in Manhattan, and then they've gone and sued people. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. It really is. And it sucks because it, it hurt a lot of people down the road. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, too. Like, the amount of people here, you think you mentioned Syracuse being like a broadcasting school. And that, a journalism school, yeah. School, yeah. yeah. And I said, you look around WFAN, the premier, like, we didn't go to big colleges. I went to Kane. You went to Jersey City yep. State. Eddie went to Stony Brook. Yep. Geo went to Hofstra. Hofstra or, I- Hofstra or Iona. Hofstra? And maybe both. He did. He, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just not like we Sal don't. Sal didn't go to college. Yeah. Brandon went to Marist. Right. So it's not Evan like. Evan didn't go to college. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Tomorrow, Jerry's Hungerthon. Oh, it's tomorrow. It not is Wednesday? tomorrow. Oh, okay. No, it's tomorrow. Okay. And I bring this up because uh, on the Hungerthon uh, website, you can already start bidding on uh, if you want to co-host with uh, me and you a uh, a post game podcast. Got it. Now there's that one fella who uh, Andrew Andrew who wins it every year. But if Outbids you want everybody, if you want to uh, up the price on Andrew, you could start. Bidding. <laughs> There were some interesting ones here, Jerry, I wanted to get your opinion of. By the way, Andrew also has the cover photo of my calendar this year. Oh, is that right? Uh, yes. I I asked him if he would like to be a part of the calendar. So there's a quote from him, and he also gave me the cover photo. Nice. So that's kind of cool. And by the way, there's only 50-something left. Okay. So, Recosportshop.com, and I'm not, I'm not ordering anymore. It's four weeks from Christmas now. Fair enough, Jerry. Four, we right. You want to get them out by yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so we're there. We have the co-host, the Alan Jerry. Now, there are some other ones that are that are interesting. Okay. You, know, you, you have one for sit in on Boomer and Geo, sit in on Sal and uh, Brandon, Brandon, Evan and Tiki, watching. What Nets. about the Marash show? They don't have the Marash in the photo, not even here. <laughs> Watch us Nets Sixers in a suite with Evan Roberts. Like that's a thing you could bid on. Bruce Springsteen guitar. There's a ton of great yeah, they items. They are cool. Yeah. Then there are a couple strange items here, Jerry, okay. which I'd like to you know, Sirius XM's a big hungerthon yeah. thing as as our company yeah, Odyssey yeah. is as well. Here's what I was thinking of bidding on. Do you think the company would let me do this? Okay. Be a guest host on Sirius XM's The Wild and the Innocent with Jim Rotolo. That's the uh, Bruce Springsteen talk show. I don't see why not. I think they would let you do that. I might want to bid on that. I think they would let you do that. I go. I would I would clear it before you bid on it. Co-host with. Uh, Otherwise, you'd be sending your nephew. <laughs> you'd be like, I don't know who Bruce Springsteen is. Yeah, I think I absolutely think that uh, they would let you do that. Okay. Then I'm going to get to some of our. Especially since it's a Hungerthon related right. issue. Yeah. I just think some of our partners here, Jerry, have to step up a little bit. Our CBS 880. <clears throat> <laughs> Why? Virtually meet Howie Rose, Keith Rad, Pat McCarthy, and Chris Majkowski. 
virtually meet them, Jerry. Come in per. We want to meet you in person. You know what I'm saying? I have no comment. I'm sure Madge would be happy to meet them. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. I don't know Keith Rad. I've never met him. I have never met McCarthy. I just know his dad. And Howie Rose. I yeah. I mean, I would think Howie would be. There's no reason you couldn't. Like, why would we not up that to come watch two innings in, a, in the Met booth? I don't know. You mean everybody? This one already has nine bids on it. Tour the National Weather Service office with CBS 880 meteorologist Craig Allen. Okay, that's a good one. Well, actually, if you're in the weather, that's a great person, one. That's actually that absolutely. A good one. All right. I don't think they have to step their game up from that. That's a good one. Okay. Um, virtually meet Again, Len virtually Ber- Len Berman. Len Berman? Why wouldn't you want to meet me in person? I don't know. Private tour of iHeart Radio Studios with Jim Kerr. All right, that's cool. That's is iHeart Z100? Yeah. Uh, that would be neat. And that he's Q104. Okay. But at least that's in person. No, that's cool. I like that. Virtually meet WLRs. I'm not interested in this virtually meet crap. Mark Simone. I, do, I will tell you, I like Mark Simone. Have you ever listened to him? No. Very good. I've heard the name. He's got a very cool radio voice, too. Very smart. All right. Let's see. Uh, virtually meet. So you're out of virtually meeting people. Yeah, I don't want to virtually meet anybody. But I want to meet the people. I agree. Uh, this is a weird one. I feel like this is a leftover item. <laughs> Pat Shermer signed football. Yeah, I mean, who? Okay. I think that's that's old, Jerry. That's got to be old. I don't even know where Pat Shermer is anymore. What team is he with now? I don't know. He's a coordinator. Somewhere. I know that. Is he with Vegas? Mm, not sure. Check that before we get off. Then how about this a really interesting item? Just the, the uniqueness of this item. Okay. It's a signed acoustic guitar. By? The NFL Today cast. A signed guitar. A guitar? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's neat, but... Unique. It is unique. By the way, Pat Shermer's with Dion at Colorado. Oh, that's right. That makes yeah. sense. All right. So maybe maybe people would still be interested in it. Okay. Oh, this looks interesting. I might want this one. Eric Church signed guitar and merch package. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> right, I'm just saying there are people over there at 880. They got to they meet people in person. No more of this virtual stuff. You know what I mean, Jerry? Here's I one. This might be, you might be interested in this, Jerry. Virtually meet the beaver, Jerry Mathers. Jerry Mathers. <laughs> I, again, I don't want to virtually meet him, though. You want to really meet him. I do. You'd love to meet the Beaver. You Beaumont probably passed away, right? Who's that? By the way, that's uh, Ward. Ward Cleaver. Oh, Ward Cleaver. Do okay. you know that Barbara Billingsley had top billing on that show? Is that right? Yes. So when they do... It's Leave it to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley. Oh. You Beaumont. Um, oh, what was the... What was... Um, what was Wally's name? I don't know. Oh, crap. Hold on. Dun, 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 dun. It's <laughs> Leave It to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley. <laughs> what, are you, yeah, what are you I, laughing I'm at? I'm laughing at how professional. You talked about wanting to do voiceover work. How professional know, your Leave It to Beaver intro was. Oh, what was his name? I can't think of his name. Oh, damn it. I can't think. Who played? Tony Dow? That was his name? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Tony Dow. That doesn't sound right to me. That's not right. No, 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 no. Who played him? Who played him? It's not Tony Dow. Played by Tony Dow. Really? 
Can you do the intro again? Leave it to when you Yes, if it. you don't yeah, laugh yeah. at me though. Go ahead. <laughs> You're so funny. Dun, 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 dun. It's Leave It to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, Tony Dow, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. I'm gonna get that over to Mark Gus, the voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> The voiceover uh, agent. But I want the music underneath Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We'll produce it for you, Jerry. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, one more here, Jerry. This is um <clears throat> behind-the-scenes tour. This is in person. This okay. is not virtual. Behind-the-scenes tour of CBS News Radio 880, hosted by Wayne Cabot and Paul Murnane. Nice. In New York City, plus record something. I guess you could record like a, a some sort of uh, that's great thing. See that to me. If you're someone that's interested in radio, right? I think that is a fascinating look inside. And I, you know, as someone that's been in this building now for what 13 years, we've been here. Whatever the hell yeah, it is, 2009. I'm still when I go into 1010 wins. Not that I go often, but when I go over to see Ben Meverack, it's cool. Like it's just like this is wins. I agree. When I go over there, I feel like. Out of place. Out of place. I yeah. feel like I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to not interrupt. This is clearly a living organism. It's I'm, no joke over there. I felt that way even... Now, I wasn't here a long time when they were here, but when Mike and Chris were on the air, I would never walk into the producer's room. Yeah, I know. Or even just Mike. I know. Because I didn't feel like that's not my mm-hmm. space, and this is like... Also, there was an aura to the show. It was Right. There just was. And there's still an aura over at 1010 Wings. Oh, I, I completely agree. And I haven't you. been to 880. Yeah, I never have either. I recall to, uh, to know what it's like up there, but 1010 Wins is like... For real. Right. This is like, I I picture like constant police feeds coming in of, uh, this yeah. guy was shot. And this yeah. guy. I said to Ben the other day when I was leaving, I'm like, I'm still waiting for you to give me a shot. He was nice. He's like... Just tell me when. Maybe I got a career in news broadcasting. And when you be, I bet you your first day over there, you'd be nervous. Nervous as hell. Right. Even though I've been turning a microphone on for 30 years, or not quite 30, but almost 30. Like, oh my gosh. No, really. Actually, it is 30. If I go back to my first job, I was 19. So 19, how old am I? 30 years. Yeah. Look at that. Some bitch. Yeah, that would be, I would be nervous, I think. Well, it's funny, even like, and I'm not saying he was. Chris Carino, to me, is one of the premier play-by-play, radio play-by-play announcers right now that we have. His work on the Nets, to me, is incredible, is outstanding. His work on Compass Media Networks when he does these random NFL games is awesome. I thought he sounded nervous. I don't know if he's done any Cowboy games because I've done it for however many years. And for whatever reason, um, he usually does a random NFL game. Kevin Ray couldn't do it, so Michelle used uh, Chris Carino on the Cowboys instead yesterday, which was fine. Um, so I never heard him in all my years do a cowboy game. He sounded nervous to me. Right, because he was out of his element a little bit. Yeah, he was with Danny White. You could tell he was like, This is cool, I'm working with Danny White. And it so yes, different I, I'm finally at the point doing those games. And I only got one this year, but I'm finally at the point doing those games where I go to the NFL stadium now. I'm not in awe of it anymore. I remember, and we've talked about this, when I first when she gave me the first game, Michelle gave me the first game to do. And I remember I was going to throw up thinking, like, I'm going to be in AT&T Stadium calling in not only an NFL game, but the Cowboys. Like, she gave me Bill's Patriots. And for whatever reason, I thought it was neat, 
but I, I was in the rhythm of doing Columbia games. I wasn't, I'm ah, it's a football game. It's cool. It's Brady. It's all neat. But ah, it was, I wasn't nervous. I was excited. The first Cowboy game, I was ready to throw up. Like, I really was yeah. very nervous. And I'm not saying that's how he felt yesterday. But he sounded a little bit, uh, he didn't sound like Chris to start. Took him a couple of plays to get into yeah. it. Yeah. So I would say I'm finally at the point now I don't feel that way anymore. Like, I can't wait. When she gives me a game, like, I put it on the count, like, let's go. I want to go do the game. And then I'm sad when it's over. Yeah. Because that's, that's cool. It. Yeah. I went to yep. Philly. I'm like, all right, let's go. And you have to say goodbye to Danny White at oh, the end of the day, Jerry. It's like sad. I want to do it every week so bad. You have yeah. no idea. All right, let's get that done. I can't manifest it into existence. I've tried for eight years. It's I'm never gonna happened. Help. I'm going to manifest as well, Jerry. Please do. Two manifestations can win it. Yeah, all right. All right let's do the warm-up show. Yeah. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, Football Monday. It's only a partial loser Monday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? You're not a loser. Your Dolphins won yet again, though the Raiders put up a fight. And across from me, his name is Al Jonathan Duke. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's the uh, Giants win games. They probably should be losing. Well, you can't tell the players that. No, you cannot. You and cannot. I, loved, I loved watching Tommy DeVito. Me too. He didn't throw it 50 times, but he threw it. You know, 20, whatever it was, I felt like the plan was to let him heave it down the field. He looked like a competent quarterback, and they looked like a competent offense. Yes, they did. It was all right. Absolutely, Jerry. I'm with you on this one. No, you can never tell. That is the funny thing about when they talk about teams tanking. The players don't want to tank. No, of course These not. coaches don't want to tank. So The fans want them to tank to get a better draft pick. That's right, what but they want. But, but like Tommy DeVito... He might not even be here. He's playing for a job somewhere. Yeah, he's playing for a job somewhere. Saquon Barkley is playing for a contract next year. You've got guys out there that they always say what you put on film doesn't lie. So they don't want to tank. Of course they don't want to tank. That's right. why and that's why the conversation's stupid. I understand why we have it. 
I understand as fans, sometimes you don't want your team to win. I totally get that. The problem is it's a stupid conversation because uh, here's here's how you tank. Brian Dable starts some scrub off the practice squad that we never heard of before Thursday, sits down Saquon Barkley and puts in some running back we've never heard of. Well, the offensive line stinks. You rest Kayvon. That's how you tank, but you can't do that. The league will fine you incredibly. So they go out and they play well. Good for them. Plus, we've got a new hero in town, Jerry. His name is Tommy DeVito. I, I don't know if you've heard of Al, him. Al, I'm with you. I thought it was great. I really did. I enjoyed watching it. We got one hero on the rise and one guy who was supposed to be our hero. Oh, Zach nose diving. Wilson, nose diving. Boom, if right I, into the ground. If I told you Tommy DeVito's name was Mike Wilson and Zach Wilson's name was Tommy Jones and neither one of them was drafted anywhere, you never heard of them before tomorrow, you would think DeVito was the one that was picked yes. number two overall and Zach Wilson was some guy they picked up last week and just threw in there. Yes, I would. It's amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. Tommy DeVito, Jerry. He may call in today. I got like a... a he should. I got a note uh, late last night from a, a public relations guy, not with the Giants. Some okay. Other, some other dude. Mm-hmm. He goes, you want Tommy DeVito to call in tomorrow? Yes. Oh, yes, I do. He's a hero. I think He's my awesome. hero. So he's I don't know. He's hero. Well, they're probably off today since they won. That's true. So he's probably got today until unless they have to do some sort of a Zoom conference call. But yeah, that would be great. You should get him in here. He's from Jersey. Let's well, go. Asking someone to come into New York City. Is I did ask for him to come in. Okay. No one wants to come in. Oh, I don't blame them. I didn't Unless say you could you ask have them. to come in. Right. Then you will come in. I agree with that. They said he'll do it just for a pack of Marlboro Red. <laughs> and I said, I can do that. I can make that happen. You know, those are 20 bucks now. What? <laughs> I think cigarettes are like $20 a pack. <laughs> All right. Maybe smoking isn't so cool as I think <laughs> it, it is. It is not cool anymore. Yeah. But he was cool. So Tommy DeVito was cool. Uh, the Giants were... Uh, Making turnovers. Six. <laughs> Six turnovers in one game. Here's what I love. So a couple things. Number one, DeVito, I thought, played outstanding. De- despite the fact he got sacked nine times. Yes. Nine times. Three in the first quarter, which they said hadn't happened in... Uh, 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 hadn't happened since 2016. So, okay, but he just kept going. Yeah, kept rolling, Jerry. He just kept going. Get Sa- me up and let's go. Saquon Barkley couldn't run a lick. At one point, I think at halftime, he had zero yards rushing. Actually, the, till the very end of the third quarter. When he Giants, busted that one run. Yeah. So he winds up. The stats don't look bad. He'll end up with 82 yards because he had the one big run and then another run somewhere. But he has the two touchdown catches. That was cool. Kayvon Thibodeau had two more sacks. And then, you know, when you feel like you've been you've been wronged. Yes. When you've been wronged, what do you usually do? You take to social media. Oh, yes, you do, Jerry. So did you hear this Deontay Banks? I did. I looked. I watched it this morning. (laughs) So here's Deontay Banks after the game. Apparently, the commanders passed him up in the draft. I forget the guy they took. Another um, kid in the secondary. I forget who his name is. And he's a guy from Maryland. He's from the area. Yeah. To me, it sounds like he's a... Like a Redskin fan growing up and now would be a Commander fan if he still lived in the area. So, Eddie, just listen to this. Give me an extra set of ears because there was a lot going on in the background that I had to bleep that I think is okay. This was Deontay Banks on Instagram basically saying, bleep Washington. Could have came and got me at 16, and it didn't. Now I'm torn over against you, bum-ass boys. The Commanders. The bum-ass boys bleep the Commanders. He's going to see those bum-ass boys twice a year. Well, two and zero this year against them. I don't like when guys say like like they feel like they they turn it up extra motivation. Why well, shouldn't you be doing that every week? They should be. 
No, I, did he say that? I don't know that he said well, that. Well, he said something like, yeah, I'll see you twice. A, yes. Y- yeah. I mean, the games seem like they do mean more. He's pissed at them. Yes, he is. Which makes you wonder, do you want to be here? Or would you rather be there? Sounds like he'd rather be there, Jerry. It does sound like that. So he and then he kind of, there was one other one I'll play uh, next hour where he's basically calling out Terry McLaurin for only having a few catches. He was like, he played today? <laughs> oh, number 17. That's what he does. Number 17 play today? Yes. Which is Terry McLaurin. Was that the dude he was covering? He must have been, yeah. I mean, I I didn't watch the game close enough to yeah. know that. But my guess is if that's what you're saying, then yes, you probably had him a lot of the day. And then, Jerry, you got Tommy DeVito, American hero, yeah. New Jersey superhero. We've got Bruce Springsteen. We've got John Bon Jovi. You've got, uh, uh, who's the guy who sang my way? Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. You've got the Sopranos. You've got the Jersey Shore characters. And now you've got Tommy DeVito. You've got Tommy Jerry. DeVito. Tommy freaking DeVito. I will tell you, Brian Dable was very ho-hum about yeah. him. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't want a quarterback controversy, which we now got because Mr. Tommy DeVito is number one in well, our hearts. But he has to be. Yeah. They have no one else. Correct. Right. <laughs> I mean, got Matt Barkley, I suppose. But it's all... We don't I don't want him. I don't know. He just seems so like... Yeah, no, no, he's good, but, you know, got things to work on. That's the best quarterback performance you've seen all season. Yes. Like, give the kid a little bit more. Give him something. Uh, he was very matter-of-fact about it, which he I sure thought was, was weird. You didn't like that. No, it was almost like, you know, no, he was good, but, you know, there were things, you know, we're going to have to go and watch the film and correct like we always do. Like, how about you just say, we have sucked this year. Yeah. And he was a big part as to why we run one today. Yes. And good why for him. That? This may be his one shining moment. Like, God right. damn. I wish he had that shining moment at MetLife Stadium. Would have been cool. It would have been cool. What are they, I don't even know. They who play the ch- Patriots Sunday. Oh. You can go out and win that game. Is that in uh, Tommy DeVito land? It's MetLife at MetLife. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I'm pretty sure. You know they're going to win that game. No, you're going to go on a little roll now. You you think they're Tommy winning? Tommy DeVito. I, I think the Giants and Tommy for, DeVito beat Bill Belichick. For Tommy DeVito, I 100% hope he wins the game. I do because I think this is a local kid. You know, we had some fun with him, but for the most part, he's played well. I hope he wins. The Patriots' defense is still pretty good. I know they stink. The quarterback stinks. They're coming off a bye. I am not saying that, like you just said, 100% the Giants are winning this game. I don't know that. Plus, Bill Belichick loves to face a rookie quarterback. Yeah, that's true. In his career, yeah, that's true, too. He loves to shut him down. Yeah. But this is Tommy DeVito, Jerry. They're playing for him. The team loves him. He's like uh, Mike White from I a couple this years was, ago. I thought this was a fun day. I did. Me too. Then poor Tommy DeVito has this great game. He's throwing touchdowns all over the place, Jerry. The man just wants a nice warm shower after the game, and they have no hot water. Is that true? In the entire stadium. Mm, dump of a stadium. They had a problem with the water. That sucks. Yeah, he had to take himself a cold shower, cold plunging in. Yeah, I don't know how much of a shower that really is. You get a lot of shrinkage there. You ever try and do a cold shower? I have tried. It's a mess. It sucks. It's it's like it's like one foot in, one foot out. One uh, foot in. And anybody that says they actually sit there and do it, no, they no. don't. Well, it's like the cold plunge people now. People are doing that like they they for like health, whatever those health benefits are. Right. You do probably the same thing with this really cold shower. I can't do that. No, I'm not into it. I don't even like when my shower is warm. I need it hot. <laughs> I understand. Most I need people it burn do. In my skin. Most people do. Well, we were at that stadium. That stadium need they need a new one. Yeah, they said that they in order for them to get hot water, they would have had to reset the whole system, which would have been shut down the entire water supply during the game, mm. which they were not willing to do, Jerry, because people have to flush toilets. That is very true. That would have been disgusting. Yeah, that would have been very disgusting. Yeah. Well, 
What are you going to do? He can, he, I'm sure he showered when he got home last night. Yes. Right? That game ended. That was the 1 o'clock game. 1 o'clock game, yeah. He was probably back at his parents' house by 8 o'clock. Yes. He took a nice shower. He's fine. Man, those parents better have made him a nice meal. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Had his towels put out Unless on they bed. were there with him. Right. Maybe they go out to eat. There's got to be some great Italian restaurant in northern Jersey where they live. Olive Garden. No, no, no. There's nothing Hell wrong yeah. with Olive Garden. That's not where they're going. Stop it. They went to some local, you know, mom and pop Italian restaurant that's been there since 1910. That's probably where they went. I saw Tommy DeVito earlier this week. The uh, One of the sub shops up there sent him like a hot sub mm-hmm. with all cheese melted on it. Was it blimpy? It was not Blimpy. <laughs> was it was it one Subway? of these specialty shops. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. They probably went to a nice local Italian restaurant. Yeah, it was like a chicken cutlet situation. <laughs> you come up with Olive Garden. <laughs> Breadsticks <laughs> for Tommy they, DeVito. They go to Pizza Hut for their pizza, Friday pizza? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Ooh, yeah, Yeah, I don't Jerry. think so. Delicious. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. So we got the, uh, is that a 1 o'clock game, I would guess, on Probably. Uh, Look, does anybody want to see them at 4.30? I do now. No, you don't. Yes, I no, do. No, no one wants. No one wants to watch the Patriots. Let's be honest. Oh, the Patriots. Yeah, they're going to. That's got to oh, be yeah. a one o'clock game. That is a one o'clock game. And that's, Jets, you know what? That's called a dream for Giant fans. Yes. The Giants are the Jets are three o'clock Friday. Jets are three o'clock Friday, and then the Giants are one o'clock. So you Sunday. get the triple header on Thursday. Yes. You get the Jets and Dolphins at three o'clock Friday. Yeah. And then you got your Giants at uh, one Sunday. So you got a lot of football. We do have a lot of football. A lot of football. Boy, the Jets are just awful. Terrible. Just, I don't know. You know what's so funny? Because I was actually thinking of this driving in. Why even talk about them anymore? Like well, it's the same effing show. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. Zach Wilson stinks. The offense can score. The defense was okay until they weren't, and they lost. Move on. I think the only thing, like when when uh, Tim Boyle came in in the fourth to at the end of the end third of the quarter, third, yep, that gave something different. Did it though? That well, just that he looked like what we thought he would look that, like, right? But they finally, finally, made I understand. A move. Here's the problem: they needed to do this three weeks ago. Yes, they haven't. Now you're four and six. Season's over. So all it has done is amplified the fact that Joe Douglas did not go out when Aaron Rodgers got hurt and get a competent backup quarterback. Quite frankly, you want to know what the conversation should be? He didn't do his job right this year. That's what it is. You know, what the Vikings do? Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I mean, teams have gone out and made moves. Say what you want about him, but even the Browns went out and signed, and we saw him here, and he stinks, but at least they tried and did something. And don't give me Trevor Simeon. He's so great, they can't elevate him off the practice squad, for God's sakes. At least the Browns went out and signed Joe Flacco, I know, to the practice squad to start, but we'll see if he ends up being the backup and he's there. Um, Other teams have lost quarterbacks and have done something. The Jets did nothing and put all their eggs in the Zach Wilson basket, and it's the same press conference every week. Yes, you had the quarterback change, but if I hear Robert Sala say one more time, Zach's got to be better, and Zach knows he's got to be better. But it isn't oh all God. on Zach, Jerry. There's a lot of uh, things we've got to do different. Not wrong, but a lot of it's on him. A lot of it's on him. Mention the Browns. They had. Uh, I hate the Browns because I don't like Deshaun Watson, Jerry. I know this. But their backup quarterback yesterday, yes. who, who has three. Dor- was it Dorian Thompson Robinson? Is that his Something name? like that. 
I loved, first of all, he wears number 17, which harkens me back to Brian Sipe, right. quarterback from the 80s. And I was like, yes, finally a Browns quarterback's wearing number 17 again. So I'm all on board for this guy. And they won. They beat the Steelers, who are just. The Steelers are, you're not, you can't watch atrocious. them. You want to talk about bad offense. Oh. And, they, and Mike Tomlin was funny. They said, you know, like, you, you guys did nothing offensively. He's like, you give them credit. That's a good team. We knew it week two. Maybe you guys are just finding that out now. This was a game that this was the game we expected. Really, you expected to lose thirteen ten to a backup quarterback? Okay, <laughs> maybe six and three is a farce. It total farce. Now six and four, sir. Yeah. So I don't know. That that seemed to be about as boring a game. And we talked about the over under. So yes. think of the last couple of weeks. Think about this. You said to me, Rutgers Iowa boy twenty eight and a half. And you said maybe I would take the under, and you would have been right. 22 was the number. That Jets, uh, that uh, Steeler-Browns game, I think the over-under was only 31. Yeah. It didn't come close. Not even close, 23 right? was the number. Yeah. Ugh. They knew. That Vegas, when they set the odds, they know. That's two, two defensive, they know the Steelers can't terrible. score. Yeah. Imagine having to watch that mess. No, no thank well, you. I had, no, then again, we watched the Jets, so yes. on Red Zone a lot. You know what was a little disappointing with Red Zone? They didn't feature the Cowboys a lot, which was weird. That is surprising because that game, if you just look at the scoreboard and you see 33-10, that was a 17-10 game in the third quarter. Maybe that's why I didn't see them a lot. Maybe they were were not in the Red Zones a lot. Um, Were they in the Red Zone? Well, Deron Bland had an interception return for a touchdown in the fourth quarter of that. I'm trying to think. I don't know. No, they were, though, because the C.D. Lamb touchdown was a six-yard touchdown pass. Uh, Tony Pollard was a 21-yard run, but you're right at, You're right there. So, no, I don't I don't know why they wouldn't have featured that more. I don't know. Yeah, they Good were question. really locked in on that Steeler-Brown game, though. Plus, you My would goodness. also think the fact that, well, you know what? Maybe the answer to that is that was a Burkhart, Olsen, and Aaron Andrews game. So, maybe the thinking is that's the national game. Maybe a lot of the country's watching it already, so you... I don't know. Focus on the other teams. I'm not sure. I have a real question that I something's going on. This has been like this the last few weeks, so at least three weeks in a row. But prior to this, everything was normal. The NFL Network promotes all day. Seven thirty is the highlights. Right. Highlights. Chris at seven thirty. Chris Rose comes on, teases the highlights, goes to commercial. Okay. Long commercial break. This is three weeks in a row. Comes back. Teases highlights, mm-hmm. takes goes to commercial, long commercial break. Yeah, at seven forty one, eleven. They hadn't show. They hadn't done anything. Was yet. the jet game I over shut yet? It off. I don't think no. it was. That's why. Why they prop? Maybe they. Maybe they're not allowed to start showing highlights until the day is done. I don't know. You'd have to check yeah. the contract on that. It's just so weird. Very strange. It's kind of like I when you get those 4 o'clock games, if the 1 o'clock national game is store, if there's any game going on, I believe, the national broadcast will not take a commercial break until the entire country has joined them. Hmm. So my guess would be it might be something similar to that. Contractually, they might not be able to show the highlights until the day is over. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just so, a guess on my part. It's so terrible. Yeah, not great. All right, let's take a quick break. Just getting started. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. So get, but it's a short week because you got Thanksgiving on Thursday. Boomer and Geo coming up at six on the fan. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5, Monday, Monday, Monday. It's a nice short work week for you and for most people. You get uh, Thanksgiving on Thursday, and the holiday season is here. We are now heading into week 12 in the NFL. Though we got one more game tonight, probably the best game of the weekend, actually, with the Eagles and the Chiefs. What else there, Al? I saw that the, uh, well, I guess the Jets defense kind of uh, sucked. Sucked against, quote-unquote, elite quarterbacks. Josh Allen, three touchdowns. What have we always said all year? Like they're really good, but they're not an elite defense. Yeah, they're 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 really good, and and not fair. Like they did everything they could early on to hold the score down by giving up field goal. You know, I forget who the return man is who got popped. Gibson. Oh my lord! I mean, I thought he got knocked into tomorrow. Yeah, and of course he loses the football. But they did a good job. They kept him to three. I'm not saying they don't play well, but this is as we've always said. This is not the '85 Bears. They're good. Speaking of that, by the way, I don't know why, how this came across my Twitter timeline. Somebody had tweeted out the highlight package of 85 Bears versus Cowboys. Oh, the 44 nothing game? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know Ugly. that both Danny White and Gary Hogaboom played in that game. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. I don't remember. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were. Probably knocked Danny White into tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. So both of them were getting knocked around, so Chris, I did watch that. By the way, Chris Carino did the game for Compass Media yes. Networks yesterday. Um, and when he opened it up, he fanboyed Danny White. Really? Yeah, he was very excited to be working with him. Wow, that's so going to feel good for Danny I White. I grew up watching you, which I think insulted Danny, so you're calling me old. Right. Well, I was I, a small baby when I saw you on my <laughs> well, television. Well, I didn't say that, but <laughs> it was pretty funny. A couple interesting Zach Wilson things. Did you see him fall walking back, running backwards onto the field? I did not. Okay, so he was, you know how you go when you, it's time for your for the offense to go on the field, yeah. and he might be looking back, talking, and backpedaling. Fell, oh, and they sucks. highlighted it on TV. I'm sure they did. Then sucks. there was the one play when he went running out of bounds, and he collided with Rob Sala, mm-hmm. and it actually looked like in slow motion, it looked like Rob Sala put his hand on Zach Wilson's chest and body slammed <laughs> him. <laughs> it looked like a wrestling move. Boy, this poor kid. Yeah, he was getting, he got whacked around yesterday. I have a serious question for you. Yes. If the Jets parted ways with Zach Wilson after the season. Yeah. Which I, I don't, I think is a very real possibility, but I also wouldn't be, I also wouldn't be shocked if they said, no, we got him under contract for one more year. We're not giving him an extension, but we're keeping him. That wouldn't shock me either. And what does Master Aaron Rodgers want? Well, that's right, which is why I wouldn't be shocked if he was still here. But if he got released. A team would sign him. I know that, I, I I think. How quickly do you think he gets picked up? And clearly it would be in a backup role, I would yeah. think. Or has his play been so lackluster that no team takes a flyer on him? I think someone would throw him on a practice squad and see what's going on. But I don't think there'd be a lot of teams lined up. And I think we finally get a a, a day today. When we don't have something that we could go where the callers will be like, oh, but you know what he did really well 
nothing that ball at the nothing like last week we were like but did you see that hail mary throw the power in his arm when he rolled the left and and threw across his body all the way into the end zone the, listen the kid's got a strong arm but you know what so do a lot of these guys in the nfl it's a matter of seeing the field like that was the thing i thought watching not to talk about the giants again but i thought watching the giant game and where I said Tommy DeVito looked like a competent quarterback running a competent offense. Yes. Part of that was he I, he he got through his reads, right? I mean, Boomer always talks about this, and there, there were enough replays from behind the plate to see it. He threw some balls into tough spots. He had zip on it. And, yeah, he might have taken a couple of extra sacks he shouldn't have. But he also didn't make any dumb mistakes. And he also, I thought, took – the proper chances in spots. I don't know. He just looked like an NFL quarterback. He did. Zach Wilson, who's got this great arm, just doesn't look the part. I, and I feel like he runs himself into sacks. He does, Jerry. I don't know. He backs up. And I feel bad for him. I do. He drops back. Then when the pressure comes, he drops back some more. And do, then gets he does. Someone, I don't know if I don't know if it was Nance or Romo. It was all over the place. It might have even been Jody Mack at one point listening on the radio. I'm not even sure where I was listening. But someone said... When you oh I know what it was it might have been Willie Colon on SNY after the game or Bart Scott one of those guys they said you watch a lot of these younger running backs that can run a little bit and while it's not part of the game every every drive there are running plays and design plays meant for them so this jet offense it's there's no create they actually called for if I'm not mistaken if I remember correctly I think Willie Colon's like Nathaniel Hackett's got to go. Like, there's no creativity to this offense at all. And a lot's on this guy, which we know he's not going anywhere because he's there for Aaron Rodgers. But I, I'm with him. It's just the kid can run. Let him run a little bit. Do something. Roll him out. Ugh. Yeah. They did ah. have that fake punt, though, Jerry. Great. That and a dollar gets you a buck. That was a nice pass. Whatever. Whoever threw that punter. Punter dude. I was trying to watch my son at a basketball game. So I was trying to, I did watch a good portion on my phone, which amazing. How well that comes in. Oh, yeah. Crystal clear. But I am also Beautiful. wasn't locked in like I would have liked to have been. Yeah, you weren't in, engulfed, Jerry, in a, in a big screen television. Not like normal. No, not like normal. We're starting to see, I guess, some of the, the teams emerging here as to who are the really good teams now, Jerry. We've got the uh, Niners win again. They're 7 Did you see what Brock Purdy did? I Perfect did. passer rating. Perfect passer rating. Yeah. The Lions are 8-2. and two. I tell you, though. I don't, and I didn't see this game. I'm watching along. They're losing 26-14 midway through the fourth quarter. I mean, the how do you lose that game? Yeah, Jared Goff threw a lot of uh, nice he, deep balls. After he had thrown three picks, which he does not do. Beautiful balls, Jerry. Beautiful balls. Uh, the Texans, 6-4. and four, I, Yeah, they're Which fun. I love. C.J. Stroud, I think 350 again through the air, 340-something. But he did throw three picks. Remember the he beginning, uh, the first like half of the season, he threw one pick. I think in his first like five or six games. Yes, threw three yesterday, but they still won. They so did they're win. looking good. The Dolphins are seven and three. Yep, things are happening, Jerry. Are things. you buying? Are you buying the? I just want to see CJ Stroud. I'm sorry, not three fifty at three thirty six yesterday. Okay, uh, are you buying the Broncos resurgence? No. Yeah, I don't know that I am either. I kind of like, for whatever reason, I, I, I'm slightly rooting for it. I'm not sure why. They're five and five. They've won four in a row. They snapped the Vikings five game winning streak yeah. last night with a late touchdown. Great catch. 
late touchdown. They win by one. That was their only TD of the game, I believe. I feel yeah, because they kicked a bunch of field goals. I feel like I should be buying the Broncos, and for some reason, I'm not. Yeah, I guess because like even last night they only scored one touchdown and it was at the very end of the fourth quarter. Yes, that so is true. Not. It's like the Jets; they just don't score touch. I actually was hoping. I went to walk the dog when I came back. The Jets had scored six points. Right. And I was like, please tell me this was two field goals. It was or, a touchdown. Or a defensive touchdown. Or how about, I, yeah. I wanted to see how many quarters and drives they could have gone without scoring a touchdown. Well, I, w- I think I heard McMonagall this morning say, this is how pathetic it's been. Tommy DeVito has five touchdown passes in two weeks. Zach Wilson is six on the season. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, and, and the fact that you can play as the starting quarterback for a full half and then most of the third quarter when they had the ball because they brought in um, Boyd, right, Boyd? What's his name? Boyle. Uh, Tim Boyle with two minutes to go in the third quarter. So the couple of drives they had or possessions they had, he was still the quarterback and not complete a pass to a wide receiver. Like not one. Yeah. Oof. And that game was weird because of the um, how long, you know, they had a, a player that got – put in an ambulance, which stretched out an extra 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that game was like just starting the fourth quarter when the other games are finishing up. Which I really do think impacts what you're talking about with the highlights. Yeah, I guess so. Because that was the national game with Nance and Romo. That's got to be what that was. There's no other reason to keep delaying it. Yeah, I mean, I love the highlight package, and I, I shut it off, Jerry. It was like to commercial, 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 and he comes up and teases commercial. I love Chris. I almost tweeted to Chris Rose, and I was like, "Am I really going to be one of these people?" And I almost was. You are one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I guess I am one of these people, Al Dukes. <laughs> well, I looked, and he had like one hundred sixty-six thousand followers. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's too many." He's going to not. And on a Sunday, people are not going to notice. Not going to notice. I would like to think. Now, I could be wrong because we see on TV, we yeah. see guys go to their phones. So maybe they do check. I would like to think Chris Rose isn't sitting there in Los Angeles in the NFL Network studio checking his phone yeah. for who's tweeting at him. Oh, Al's wondering why there's a... Holy cow. But I wish they would just tell us because they're acting like it's normal to go to a break, come back and go, oh, there was a big game in San Francisco today. Highlights when we return and then go to another... Yeah, they should like, have. Just I agree. Listen. We got to just keep playing commercials until this jet game goes. Or final. at least explain the fact that they can't play them yeah. until if again, if that's the case. Which is what Scott Hansen does when it gets to one remaining game. He says, "Listen, we can't. Yes, we can't do one remaining game. So you have to go find it on your own TV. Good luck. Yeah. Did you? I know this is a stupid question because I know the answer. No. Did you see any of the NFL Network pregame show? No. Where they had um, Kyle Brandt. So remember, he was on Wheel of Fortune. Yes. So they had Kyle Brandt take on Michael Irvin. In a Wheel of Fortune type of trivia game where they had the, you know, to identify the... Fr- I got to tell you, it was quite creative. Is that right? It's amazing very, how good they very made. Fun, very fun. You saw that too, right? And just because of what happened right after uh, Brant won, I think maybe it was fixed, but... What happened after he won? Well, they, they showed the vignette of... Uh, Seahorn Oh, Island. yeah, with Seahorn and St. Irvin, which was very funny. Long story short, the... Um, they had to come up with cowboy-related phrases, Wheel of Fortune style. And the last answer was Jason Seahorn, right? That's Correct. what the answer was. And they were trolling Michael Irvin. And then they had, you know, Seahorn Island and the way he would, you know, stop Irvin from having big games and have intercepted. It was very funny, but it was 
so well done the way they made it. I was like, now this is clever. I'm going to go look for that. And this Brent guy, he's good. I know he's on NFL Network every morning. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty good. You like him. Okay. I do like him. I think he's actually quite talented. Oh, is that right, Jerry? I do. Yeah, I think so. All right, 538, we're going to take a break. And that Schrager guy's pretty good, too. I know you like him. Peter Schrager? Yes. I always confuse him with Paul Schrager, who's my engineer for Rutgers. Yeah, he's not your engineer. (laughs) Peter Schrager. Peter Schrager. Exactly right. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. we got lots to do more around the NFL. Uh, And then Boomer and Jew at 6 on the fan. Make up your mind. All right, quarter to six. What is up? It's a football Monday, Al. Jerry, Rob Stahl is going to have to make up his mind. I think that's going to be made up for him. About who's starting quarterback for the Jets this week? I don't know how much control he's had over that. Eddie needs to know who he's going to see Friday when he goes sees the Jets and the Dolphins. I think. How will the Dolphins prepare, Jerry, if they don't know whether it's Tim Boyle or Zach Wilson? The beauty for the Dolphins is yeah. they're so good with the way they play. They should. The Jets have to worry about them. Oh, they don't okay. have to worry about the Jets. I would say, if you asked me right now, yes. which you kind of just did. I just did. I asked. How about this scenario? Okay. Tim Boyle is your starter, and Trevor Simeon is your backup, oh. and Zach Wilson is your third emergency quarterback. I love that. I think, that's possi- I think that's possible. I think that's possible. to do it. Well, how much more do you have to see? <laughs> We've seen it all. We've seen enough. What do you get? Right, give me the if you were fan Al, fan duel, mm-hmm. fan yeah. Al. What do you? What would you give me? The odds are that Zach Wilson starts Friday. I would say ten uh, percent. Uh, so you'd give me that'd be like plus a thousand in your mind. Yeah. Bet a hundred bucks to win a thousand. Yes. Is that what that is? Okay. That's what I give you. I don't know that you're wrong. I, I can't imagine them going back to him to start Friday. But I don't think they would make him an emergency quarterback. Well, then what's the point then? I don't know. If he's the backup, Tim Boyle gets hurt. There he is again. <laughs> the whole idea is you're taking the week off. That's what happened to this uh, whole season. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. There he is again. Oh, my gosh. And this game's at MetLife on Friday, correct? Correct. Yeah. The, the Jet fans don't want to see him. Friday they just at 3 don't. o'clock. Brandon Tierney doesn't even want to see him anymore. He's lost Brandon. And he said he's rolling with Zach. Remember that? Or Playoffs. living and dying with Zach, whatever the hell he, he said. said. Playoffs with Zach. And they're unkillable. We are unkillable. Well, you know what? They're dead on arrival when they came back yeah. home last night. Because to me, that game, that was a make-or-break game yesterday for both of those teams. And I think the Jets are dead. I really do think You're they're dead. dead. I do. Yeah. I think they're dead. They're not even when they did on Sunday Night Football last night. Yeah. When they did... Wow, we're getting two inches of rain this week, huh? What? When they did the um, in the hunt, as they say. Yeah. Guess what team wasn't there? Jets. Correct. Good. They shouldn't be in the hunt. They were the, and they're not in the hunt. They're four and six. I, and, and I hate the 17 games. Can we go back to 16 games, please? Yeah. The record's so stupid. Confusing. The odd number's dumb. Yeah, Season's I like an too even. Long. I like you could be 500, exactly. I do, too. I do, too. I saw your main man, Jimmy Johnson's finally getting to go into the Cowboy Ring of Honor. December 30th. Yeah, December 30th. Before they play I the Detroit know. Lions. Oh, is that right? I tell you, their stretch of games coming up, whoa, they better win Thursday because after that, I got to pull it up. But yes, that's going to be before the Lions game. Okay. It was, uh, you know, what it was kind of, um, I saw the video of Jerry Jones telling Jimmy Johnson yeah. that he's going into the ring. Yep. And then they were also showing clips of them. When they won championships together? Sure. Man, is time a son of a gun, Jerry. That time is a son of a gun. 
Well, I think Jimmy still looks pretty good. They do, but they're. I mean, Jerry was in his forties. Guys. Yeah, I mean, isn't Jerry Jones like eighty now? Yeah, right, something like that. Yeah, but it was good to see them back together, Jerry. They've buried the hatchet. It looks like Jerry Jones just turned eighty-one. Yeah, but here's like when was when was that? The Cowboys won ninety-two, ninety-three, ninety-five with Jerry with Jimmy though ninety-two, ninety-three. Jimmy uh, Jerry bought the team in eighty. Eight or eighty nine? I forget what year he bought them. Okay, so, eighty eight was Landry's last year. So when I'm seeing them on the sidelines together in the Super Bowl years, sure. How old is Jimmy? How, I'm sorry. How old is Jerry Jones in those? Things? All right. So that's thirty years ago. So he was fifty ish. Oh my gosh. Yeah. By the way, he did not look great for fifty. Um, maybe, but I will tell you, having been on the field and been close, not close enough to talk to him. I don't know if I'd be even allowed morning. to. Him. Having been close enough to him now in person a handful of times the last couple of years, I mean, we should all be so lucky that at 81, we're walking around as well as he's He's still spry for 81. Like, he moves really well. He doesn't, I'm not saying he doesn't get out of bed and have pains every morning. He probably does. I do too. But, he, I mean, he's he still, doesn't. He's the, still chasing women, Jerry. Maybe. I don't know if he is or he isn't. But here's what I do know. Yeah. The guy can get around without a cane, doesn't need a wheelchair. Like, he looks, I think he looks good. But I know what you're saying. He is 81. Yeah. But uh, so it's good to see him, Jerry, burying the hatchet, as they say. Uh, yes, that is indeed the case. And here's here's how you know that he was not concerned about this game yesterday. He literally called the press conference at noon and said, uh, about 15 minutes before kickoff, we have an announcement to make. Oh, yeah, the game. That's yeah, fine. We're going to beat the crap out of the Panthers. Right. Not oh, that he said that, but clearly not all that concerned. Here's the stretch they have after after Thursday. They play Washington. Mm-hmm. Should they win, um, they would get to eight and three, right? They're six and three. Yeah, they're six and three with that win yesterday, or seven and three with the win. So they get to eight and three if they if they won. And I, that to me is not a given. We've seen them lay an egg on Thanksgiving many times. Colt McCoy and the and the then Redskins beat them a few years ago on Washington, which was very unexpected. After that. Home games against Seattle and Philadelphia, road games in Buffalo, in Miami, home game Detroit. How that's about a those? stretch, Jerry. How about those five? And that's then that's the end of the season. No, then they play Washington oh. on uh, March third. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> You're right. This season is long. January seventh is the final game against Washington. Okay, but that I mean, those five games you want to win them all. If you win three and two, I think you are thrilled. Yes. Would you not agree? I would agree with that. Which would get them to eleven and five going into that final game against Washington, but that is not an easy stretch. No, it is not. And Geno got hurt yesterday. Yes, Geno Smith came back in, almost got them a win. I was very surprised that. Did you see the end of that game? I did. Like, I know kickers can kick from sixty yards these days. I understand that. I couldn't believe that they uh, Pete Carroll was happy having the ball at the 40-yard line where they just ran a dive play yeah. to put the ball in the middle of the field for a 56-yard field goal. There were still like 18 or 19 seconds. Throw aside, do something else. Right, the kicker was probably like, are you kidding me? Get me close. I mean, good Lord. I actually thought they deserved that. And I was I was happy for the Rams, too. Yeah. Good for yeah, Matthew like Stafford. Yeah, absolutely. So thought that was an interesting finish. Love Matthew Stafford. I like Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. They were traded for each other. I like watching both of them now. It's worked for both of them. Right. 
which is very strange that that happened. Stafford won his Super Bowl, and Goff very well might this year. Oh, man, Jerry, I need a Detroit Lions Super Bowl. You, well, I'd rather a Cowboys Super Bowl. Yes, me too. Good point. We're Cowboys fans. But you're a fraud fan, as we know, as we'll find out tomorrow when you pick five random teams and call them your favorite teams. Lions are going to be up there, Jerry. I'm sure they oh, will be. Baby. Hey, you know what? Come from behind wins yesterday. When you're having a great season already, could be the sign of something big. Yes, when you're winning games you probably shouldn't have won yeah. and they didn't play great, but they still eked it out. Yeah, they did. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up and get you to Boomer and Geo. Odyssey uh, Sports Minute brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Here's Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, We've got about 30 seconds or so left. G standing by. Boomer on his way in. Big football Monday. Jerry, a little baseball news today. Uh, Yamamoto is supposed to be posted as early as today. Yoshi Yamamoto. What does that mean, posted? I I believe made available. And then I could start G bidding. can answer this better than me. And then the bidding, the bidding will start. You have 45 days to start negotiating then with his people. So it doesn't mean anything's going to happen. Like, just because that is the case doesn't mean he's going to be a Met, a Yankee, or a Giant tomorrow. But now you can start making your way in your case for him. He could just start taking all sorts of offers. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, oh, absolutely. Man. It would be yeah. great to be him, Jerry. Oh, WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.